0: Hi, welcome to the Positive Health Vibes podcast, a series of fun, upbeat, health, nutrition, and fitness chats. I'm your host, Shantae Allen, a certified fitness nutrition specialist and Pilates instructor. And today's topic is good carbs for energy. What exactly do people mean when they say, I don't eat carbs or I'm cutting carbs? Or how about I'm on a low carb diet? Perhaps they're referring to the Atkins diet, the paleo diet, or the ketogenic diet. I mean, there's at least a dozen low carb diets out there. It seems to be the going trend in America to reduce and even attempt to eliminate carbohydrates from one's diet in spite of their role as a macronutrient. A macronutrient is a nutrient that must come from our diets and is consumed in large amounts. How carbohydrates differ from the other two macronutrients which are protein and fats is that they're the most abundant biomacromolecules on the planet say that 3 times every living thing on earth needs a carbohydrate to survive N- mainly composed of carbon hydrogen and oxygen atoms they are polyhydroxyaldehydes or ketones and are biochemically known as saccharides These carbohydrates, or saccharides, are a main source of energy, which is so important because this lets the protein macronutrient be used for other functions like metabolic functions and muscle contractions. The three categories of their polymerization are monosaccharides, oligosaccharides, of which disaccharides are the most common, and polysaccharides. Monosaccharides are simple sugars that include glucose and fructose, which are produced by the breakdown of glycogen. Glucose, or blood glucose and blood sugar, are one and the same, as blood glucose is the sugar in the bloodstream used in cellular respiration, which provides energy for cells. A normal glucose range for individuals without diabetes before meals is 70 to 80 milligrams per deciliter, but may be 60 or 90 for some individuals. Glucose is found in starches and table sugar. Fructose is found in honey, fruits, and vegetables. Fruits high in fructose are bananas, pears, agave, apples, grapes, and citrus fruits. Other fruits that are rich in fructose are cantaloupe, honeydew melons, watermelons, and berries, such as huckleberries, blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries. As for vegetables, when they're cooked, heat causes a loss of fructose, but vegetables with fructose include beans and root vegetables, asparagus, cauliflower, broccoli, leafy greens, mushrooms, cucumbers, celery, and green peppers. According to the University of Virginia Health System, Corn, sweet potatoes, carrots, and tomatoes contain the most fructose. Oligosaccharides are formed by short chains of monosaccharides held together by glycosidic bonds. The monomer units in their chain range from 2 to 20 units with glycosidic bonds. Disaccharides consist of two disaccharide units and is the most common of the oligosaccharides. Examples of oligosaccharides and disaccharides are sucrose, known as table sugar, which is a unit of glucose and fructose, lactose or milk sugar, which is galactose and glucose, maltose or malt sugar, which is two units of glucose, and other oligosaccharides are trehalose, which is two alpha-linked glucose units, and raffinose, which is a unit of galactose, glucose, and fructose. Polysaccharides are complex sugars or complex carbohydrates formed by three or more monosaccharides through many dehydration reactions between carbohydrates. Their main function is to act as a temporary storage of energy called glycogen, which is stored in the liver and muscles. A polysaccharide that is so complex that it cannot be broken down is fiber. As opposed to most polysaccharides alpha-glycosidic bonds, fiber's beta-glycosidic bonds cannot be broken down by the digestive enzymes in the small and large intestines. Dietary fiber is either soluble or insoluble fiber. Soluble fiber includes the pectin and gums of plants and dissolves in water. Soluble fiber found in oats, barley, psyllium seed husks, apples, citrus fruits, beans, and carrots helps lower cholesterol and glucose levels. Insoluble fiber includes plant cellulose and hemicellulose and doesn't dissolve in water. It helps move food material through your digestive system and adds bulk to the stool. Sources of insoluble fiber are wheat bran and whole wheat flour, beans and vegetables like cauliflower and green beans, nuts and potatoes, as well as oat bran, lentils, and legumes. The benefits of eating fiber are it helps to manage body weight by controlling the appetite. When your diet is rich in fiber, you feel fuller longer, which helps you to avoid overeating. It also helps regulate blood sugar, lower the risk of diabetes, breast and colon cancer, regulate bowel movements and prevent hemorrhoids, and helps lower cholesterol levels. It's essential to gut health. Too much fiber can cause gas and bloating, but still, the majority of Americans don't consume enough fiber. It's recommended that men 50 and under consume 38 grams per day, women under 50 25 grams per day, men over 50 30 grams a day, and women over 50 21 grams a day. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends you consume 14 grams of fiber for every 1,000 calories you eat. Compared to the other carbs in your diet that are 15 grams per serving, fiber doesn't contribute any net calories to your diet because fiber isn't digestible. If you're doing a low-carb or no-carb diet and fiber is a polysaccharide, which is a complex carb, are you eating the recommended amount of fiber? But Even if you were to eat the recommended grams of fiber each day, that's only a fraction of what you need in carbohydrates, which are your body's main source of energy. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, 45 to 65% of an adult's total calories should come from carbohydrates. Your body metabolizes carbohydrates into glucose, which fuels every cell in your body and your brain. It's actually the preferred source of energy for your brain, and I'm talking about the good carbs here. So, what are the good carbs? Good carbs are both simple, with an exception, and complex. You see, while fruits and vegetables contain fructose, which is a monosaccharide or simple sugar that quickly boosts your energy, Fruits and vegetables also contain fiber, which, again, helps regulate blood sugar and makes you feel fuller longer. And in some of them, there's healthy fats and protein. For example, olives, coconuts, and avocados provide healthy fats, and broccoli, kale, and spinach provide protein. Fruits and vegetables are also a good source of carbohydrates that contain vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, which helps reduce chronic disease. Complex carbs, which are polysaccharides or complex sugars, take longer for your body to metabolize. Unlike simple sugars that spike your blood sugar, complex carbohydrates cause blood glucose to slowly rise over an extended period of time which stabilizes your blood sugar, providing more sustained energy. Brown rice, whole grains, oatmeal, uh, potatoes like sweet potatoes, contain complex carbohydrates. So if good carbohydrates are so good for you, why do people avoid or restrict eating them? Well, weight loss or to avoid gaining weight are popular answers based on the notion that if you don't eat carbohydrates for energy, your body will burn fat instead, which will result in weight loss. How? Well, carbohydrates are the main source of energy that's the most convenient for your body to use for energy. But glucose can also be used from protein and fat. The process of burning fat for energy is called ketosis, which is the basis for a ketogenic diet. When carbs are eaten as part of a normal diet, they're converted into glucose, a sugar that is used as your body's primary fuel source. However, any glucose that doesn't get used for energy by burning calories is converted to glycogen and stored in the muscle tissues and liver. The purpose of a ketogenic or keto diet is to deprive your body of glycogen by restricting carbs and burn fat for energy. But since cutting your carb intake, involves complex carbohydrates that are high in fiber, your digestive system might experience consequences. And while weight loss is a result of ketosis, the results are not quite easy to maintain over a long period of time. Also, when the body is deprived of carbs, it burns protein for fuel which can lead to feeling hungry, cold, dizzy and confused, feeling weak, irritable, nauseous, And finding it hard to concentrate. Protein only provides 10 to 15 percent of your daily fuel source and is needed to grow cells and repair tissues. So continuing an intense low carb diet can lead to healing and recovery issues or affect the maintenance of bone mass and growth if protein is constantly being used for energy. See how the extreme reduction of the carbohydrate macronutrient can throw your body out of balance by heavily relying on the other macronutrients? Unless your low to no carb diet is being advised and monitored by a medical professional, portion control and exercise remain two of the best ways to manage your weight while still getting the energizing benefits of eating good carbohydrates. Guidelines differ for diabetics, but for the average person, 45 to 65 percent of a healthy diet should come from carbohydrates. So if you're on a 2,000 calorie diet, that's 225 to 325 grams of carbs a day. And that amount would be adjusted based on your individual daily caloric needs, and you can always reduce carbohydrate intake to help control your weight without eliminating the good carbs altogether. Remember, Good carbs are unrefined carbs, like whole grains, legumes, fruits, and vegetables. It's the simple, refined, processed carbs you want to limit in your diet. You know, the packaged foods with added salt and sugar, artificial ingredients, additives, and artificial preservatives, refined white sugar, and high-fructose corn syrup? Yeah, those refined, processed carbs where no matter how many of them you eat, you almost immediately seem to feel hungry again. Vegetables, fruit, dairy, and grains naturally provide sugar that boosts your energy, and usually no two person's energy needs are the same. The amount of calories you need to consume and the percentage of those that need to be carbohydrates vary from one individual to the next, by one's activity level and condition of health. And good carbs, like complex carbohydrates, provide the efficient energy your body needs for exercise. While there may be low to no carb diets out there, keep in mind that the brain fuel, digestive and chronic disease prevention, sustained energy, and other health benefits you get from the fiber. Vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants found in the good carbs are pretty hard to replace. To learn more about good carbohydrate foods and healthy ways to eat them, links to health studies mentioned in this podcast, or to schedule a complimentary nutrition consultation and body composition analysis with me, send an email to shantay, that's C-H-A-N-T-A-Y, at oceanside-nutritionpilates.com. Thanks for listening to the Positive Health Vibes podcast. Tune in weekly and be inspired to enjoy a healthier lifestyle.